Welcome to the Hey Loves Ministry Podcast. We are a ladies' ministry based in Southeast Michigan, and our mission is to help women from all walks of life get connected and build deep-rooted friendships that ultimately point to Christ. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, ladies. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Whatever day we're on of quarantine. <laughs> Like all those um, different points. Y'all anyone who might be tuning in, um, we are bringing back uh, Girl Talk Tuesday. Just looks a little bit different now because <laughs> we have to do it remotely. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy us just chit chat. This isn't going to be a really structured one. We're just going to chit chat. Um, couple main points we're going to talk about today is just kind of how we're all doing and um, how we're doing mentally, uh, spiritually, and how each of us have a different perspective. So um, I'm Emerald. Um, I actually live alone. So I've been quarantined by myself, um, which is kind of weird, <laughs> um, has its pros and cons. Um, right below me, if your screen looks like mine, is Amelia. <laughs> She's a high school senior with Cray Cray right now. <laughs> Next to me is Leah. <laughs> and she is a wife and mom of two little ones under what? How old is Josie? Under Josie, three? Yeah, she'll be three in July. So a two and a half year old and an almost one year old. Yeah, so that's crazy. <laughs> and then in the left-hand corner over there is Audrey. And Audrey is married. She has an adult son. And her husband is now working completely from home, which is completely not normal for her. <laughs> um, so we all just have had our this new normal, you know, shake things up a little bit. And we just want to talk about it. And hopefully some of you guys can relate to it. Um, so, yeah. So, Let's just jump right in. Ladies, how are you guys doing? Like, let's just start with like today. How's your day going? <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. okay. <laughs> My sleep has been really weird through this whole thing. I don't know if anyone else is experiencing that. Um, so today I slept in and I'm not going to lie, I felt guilty about it, um, yeah. but I talked to Emerald earlier and she says I need to give myself a little bit of grace because um, usually I'm pretty good with my time and to just let myself sleep in once in a while, but it did throw me off my whole day. Now I'm just kind of like, ah, I got to, you know, do this and that, but I did need to sleep in, so... Mm -hmm. That was yeah, nice. Sometimes you need that. <laughs> no, I think that this, um, we've all been shaken up a little bit. Life is so different and we, we are hard on ourselves, especially I think as women, we're hard on ourselves when we're not doing the things we think we're supposed to do in the way that we're supposed to do them. And it's just like, life is just different right now. And you should be giving yourself the grace to just kind of like navigate through it the best way you can. And if you needed to sleep in today, you sleep in today. <laughs> yeah. So what about you, Leah? 
Today has been quite interesting. <laughs> um, so like I said, I have little kids. Um, Josie uh, decided that quarantine would be a great time to give up napping and also <laughs> no. wake up way earlier than normal. She oh. also learned how to get out of her bed, um, which I wasn't expecting to happen so soon. And now she wakes up super early and goes and knocks on her door and calls for us until we come to get her. <laughs> so that's how my day started was by here. That's fun. <laughs> Mommy. Mommy. Uh, uh, it's been a day. I'm still, I've always worked from home. Um, since Josie was three months old, I've been working from home. And so that isn't any different. Um, but now Zach is here too. So he's working from home. So it's kind of a balance of like his schedules and like trying to keep the kids quiet while he's on phone calls. And um, so it's definitely a new normal. We're still definitely adjusting. It's not easy yet by any means. Yeah, <clears throat> I bet. What about you, Amelia? Um, well, today was different than most of my days in quarantine. Um, last night, I couldn't fall asleep. I fell asleep at like 2 a.m., which is weird for me because usually I go to bed at like 11. Um, and so I slept, I let myself sleep in. Um, usually I set an alarm for like 8 a.m. because I know that if I don't get up early enough, then I won't be able to do anything the rest of the day. Like, it's just how I work. And so today, actually, I've just been doing nothing because I got up so late. And so, yeah. <laughs> Audrey can't really. Yeah. I, I feel you. <laughs> you guys are the same. <laughs> what about you, Emerald? Um, today, today, um, I kind of slept into, I slept until about... <laughs> Probably like 9.30, which is, I usually get up around 8.30, so it's not like a big a big difference, but I was just kind of lazy. I kind of just stayed in bed um, and um, had coffee, returned some work emails. It was just kind of a normal day, I guess this new normal day. Um, yesterday was really great, so I, I think I was just still like, excited about yesterday because yesterday was my birthday as you guys know and um you guys and like so many other people made it so awesome and just like people kept dropping stuff at my door and like um I was getting text messages saying like look at your back porch and all that and um so it was like a really fun day so I think I was just still kind of excited about that so it's been a good day and the sun is out so like that's like all I can ask for these days. I'm just taking it one day at a time. And it's not always a good day, but when the sun is shining, it makes it a little bit yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you guys, um, and we can go around and like take turns, but as far as like mentally versus spirit, let's talk about mental health first for a little bit because I feel like this is definitely taking a toll on mine's for sure, and I'm sure a lot of other people's. 
Um, so how are you guys mentally right now? And how have you been, like, what have you been doing to cope with like, um, just keeping your mental health intact <laughs> during this? And I guess we can just kind of, um, I don't know, whoever, just somebody want to go first <laughs> or do we want to go in an order? <laughs> I don't mind to go first. I'm, um, for me, at the beginning of all of this, um, I was listening to a pastor who I really respect, um, and he said that we are in like the end times right now, and for whatever reason, it sent me into like this crazy spiral of like it's the end times and there's going to be an apocalypse and uh, Josie can't survive an apocalypse because she's too needy. And like, I don't know, I went into like all these mom worries, like, like just crazy, absurd things that like a Christ follower doesn't even need to worry about, like just yeah. silly stuff. And so the first few weeks like took a huge toll on my mental health like I was having panic attacks that were lasting like two hours like it was two in the morning and I was going outside to like try to get fresh air to like be able to breathe like just ridiculous stuff I was convincing myself that I was having a heart attack I, like just this my mind was playing so many tricks on me and it was just crazy um and since then well, I'm lucky to have people in my life like Libby and like you guys who like can pray for me, but like Libby, Amelia's mom calls me every day and prays with me on the phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like that, That's awesome. I've just been getting in my word like never before, like yeah. just clinging so hard to the word of God. So yeah. that's been like the only thing that has really helped me cope. It does help too, like having Zach here, like, because he's here all the time that like, anytime I'm anxious, I'm like, come upstairs and pray with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for so sure. That has been like the most helpful thing for me coping wise. Yeah, definitely. And I'm doing a lot better now to add. I've since come back. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I've been praying for you. Um, I can go next. <laughs> um, I feel like, kind of like you said, Leah, in the in the beginning, I was actually okay. So here's my like, in the beginning, I feel like every beginning, I was super chill. I was like, what is everybody like losing their minds about? Like, y'all need to calm down because like, it's not you know. I, I didn't. I don't think I felt like the weight of um, what was actually coming and like how serious it was gonna get and like to what um, extreme um, changes would be taking place. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was like, I felt like I was super chill and I'm like, I just knew it would like blow over and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Well, when we actually like got put on like lockdown is when I was like, oh crap, like this is real and it sucks like I was just really you know I was good for a few days and then like I just had this time of like where I was like freaking out because I was just like what does this mean and like my mind started to spiral too like 
I can't, I can't see my friends. I can't see my family. Like I'm all alone. Like this, like I just, it almost was claustrophobic feeling. I felt like my walls were like, <laughs> like caving in on me because I was just like, I, I just felt so like alone. Like it was so weird. Like I just had this overwhelming sense of like, you're alone and like, you know, you just don't, you know, have anyone and you, I'm a huge extrovert and I like feed off of other people and I love being around like friends and family. The thought that that would be taken away um, became very, very real. And it was not rational the way I was thinking because like it will get better. And also like, it's like, it's fine. Like I'll be okay. Like I, I needed to like, like you said, Leah, like get in my word, get on my knees and spend time with God. And that is what brought me back to reality. Um, I still have like good and bad days. Not like, honestly, not like a feeling alone or like panic, but more so like whenever I hear, um, there's been a couple of deaths that have hit kind of close to me. Um, someone from work, person to high school with. And when I hear stuff like that, it's been like, I have this second of like, okay, like this is, this is getting more and more real and I get more like panicked and I get that racing in my heart and I'm like, okay, like what, what is happening right now? Um, but then I just remember like, go back to God, ask him for peace. He will give it to you. Um, time with him right now is imperative for your mental health. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I, like, yeah, like I do, I'm doing pretty good though, I think. Um, but I still have like good and bad days, which I think is normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I can go next. <laughs> do you want to go on? Okay. No, go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, I it's weird because I'm used to just like being at home all day. Like I don't have a problem with that. I'm really introverted. And if I spend more than like two hours outside of my house, I get crazy and like I have to be back inside of my house. So it's not like weird for me, but because um, it's more of a traumatic circumstance is that I have no motivation to do anything because all I can think is like, oh my God, like, we're in a pandemic right now. Like, what's going on, right? And um, I don't know, like, my grandma actually is in the hospital with uh, COVID pneumonia. And so that's been completely insane. And it's just like, like, everything just fell apart all at once. And so I have had zero motivation to do things. And so luckily, I've been through um, like a traumatic experience before where I've gotten this way. So I know how to combat it. Um, but a lot of people I realize like haven't gone through that and they don't know how to like deal with what they're feeling right now. Um, mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, just being able to like open the blinds for once is nice. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult thing, especially because I'm a high school senior mm -hmm. and doing work while stuck inside of my room, like that's the only place I can do my work is really difficult for me because yeah. I can't 
focus on it all of the time and there's distractions in my house that like I can't help you know so that's where I'm at (laughs) I get it (laughs) you nod um I kind of like with Amelia um I work at home well you know I've been home I as a professional artist for 10 years so this space I'm in right now has been my space for 10 years so that didn't change I didn't feel any differently about that but um yeah like dealing with any kind of mental problems or mental distress I have already dealt with a lot of that before you know with anxiety and attacks and I already had like the tools to know how to combat that but but surprisingly there was some moments where I anxiety did pop up and I had to you know stop myself and say where is this coming from why am I feeling this way what what can I get out of this? And I just had to just kind of like just stop and, you know, just grab a hold of that. And okay, like, and I find, and again, like, it's really hard to separate the, the mental part of us with the spiritual part, because they do go hand in hand. And both times, like all those times where I was feeling like that, I could see like, oh, like, you're not really like focusing too much and you got to be in your word, like remember, remember, remember what the word says. And, you know, and again, though, I, I came out of it though, like seeing different things that I didn't really think about before. And Mm -hmm. it's all, you know, it's all learning experience and, but mentally, you know, it like you said, Emerald, every day is kind of different, but, um, you have your good days and you have your bad days, but overall, overall, it's been pretty good. You know, I can't, you know. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I think I want to talk about where we're all at, um, spiritually last and just kind of get a feel for right now how we're all doing individually in our different kind of life situations um so I think I'm gonna start with Amelia if you don't mind starting like perspective because I feel like um this has been talked about a lot lately and it and it has been acknowledged and I know I feel for like all the high school seniors um kids in school in general like it's a lot for um, kids who are in school, you know, middle school, high school. Um, but give us a little bit of perspective of what your senior year has now turned into, how you feel about it, how you're dealing with it, and some of the challenges you're facing. Yeah. Um, so I am a homeschooled high school senior, but I am also um, a sophomore in college at the moment. So not only am I having to do high school work, I have to do college work as well. And I do all of it from home anyway. So it, my type of learning has not changed, but the circumstances in which I'm learning have, because, Mm -hmm. um, like I said, um, 
I am an introvert and so sometimes to be able to focus on my schoolwork I need to give myself different um like atmospheres so that I can stay focused on learning and right mm -hmm. now there's more distracting things at my house and so it's harder to focus on school um again luckily like I have gone through like not luckily I wasn't lucky for that but um I know how to like deal with um feeling this way and so being able to um like tell myself no just like get a cup of coffee sit down at your desk like open the window and work like you can work still and so that has been a little bit different not much has changed with that but um I was still like hoping to be asked to prom right and like I wanted to experience that and now yeah because um, you can still do certain like activities and things right like yeah. you can do all yeah. the senior stuff yeah yeah I can um and so I wasn't like walking or anything like that like I wasn't walking to get my diploma but I was looking forward to like finally being like yes like I did it, I went through it, had a normal experience of my senior year, and that's, I, I'm not. Um, Even like the graduation part. I was actually, yeah, yeah, I was planning my graduation to be on May 31st, and it's currently April 16th, I think, and um, I'm having to face like my options, like do I just cancel my grad party altogether? and not even have one and just use like the money that we would have put into the party for my education instead and so it's like my there's different circumstances in which like there's things that I was looking forward to doing that yeah. I most likely won't be able to do now and a lot of people this is one thing that bothers me is that a lot of people like on social media are like you'll have other milestones and like you'll be able to do other things. You still have college and blah, but like we've been told our entire lives to look forward to prom and to graduation because it's in every like child program that you watch growing up. And so it's like, we can't just let this go. Like mm -hmm. we have to mourn it and people aren't letting us mourn it for the most part. Yeah. And so that's kind of frustrating, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. Like when people, um, they, I just think it's so important right now for everyone to have more of an open mind to other people's perspectives. Um, your way of thinking is your way of thinking and it's fine, but that doesn't mean disrespect someone else's way of thinking or what they may be going through. Um, like, I mean, there's people who, are getting married. There's people whose weddings have to be canceled. Are you still, are you going to tell them you'll have another milestone? You guys will have a kid soon. You can have a baby shower. You know what I mean? Like you still want to go through your prom, your graduation, all the things you have planned. And it's kind of not fair to be like, well, there'll be other stuff. Yes. You kind of have to look at it that way in a sense and, and be like, okay with it because you don't have a choice. However, you should definitely be allowed to mourn that situation. And it sucks. But, yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Leah? How, how are you navigating life with 
hubby and two very, very small children who are probably wondering what the heck is going on. Yeah. So I think overall, like when all this started, it really took a toll on Josie and it still is. Um, she, and I kind of, I want to preface that like me saying like all of this or even us just saying all this like doesn't invalidate or negate the like seriousness of other people's situations like there are people whose families are like being torn apart by this i know there was a Mm -hmm. woman in detroit whose husband and only son were taken away by covid and so uh, i don't want to like come across as like oh this is so hard you know but um, there's like a saying that's like, whether you drowned in 20 feet of water or one foot of water, like you're still drowning. So mm-hmm. I just want to validate like everybody's, um, responses yeah. and emotions to all of this. Um, because I m- probably sound a little silly being like, I'm trapped at home. Like, but oh, I got a house and silly. Netflix and whatever. Um, but so it really took a toll on Josie. We are so used to spending so much time with other people like so much time (laughs) um and she's like a social butterfly she loves other people she loves to like be a psycho and do everything and that was just like completely taken away and so she just and she's two so she doesn't grasp that like there's people dying and like you have to stay inside and no, you can't, like, go on a walk and, like, go to the playground because you're going to lick the slide and, like, that we just can't do that. And she just doesn't get it. Um, So she just thinks I'm, like, this horrible mom. And I try to tell her, like, well, like, we have to wait until people feel better to go back, like, to being able to see people and to go back to church and be able to go over to your grandparents' house, like, blah, 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 and she'll wake up every day and be like, I think everybody feels better today, and I'm like, no, not yet, and her new thing is, she says, this is the saddest I've ever been. (laughs) Two-year-old is, oh my god, it's so sad, it's so pitiful, and just like, like, we were laying down for bed one night, and she said, will you snuggle me? And I was like, of course I'll snuggle you. And I look up at her, like, I'm, like, cuddled into her shoulder, and I look up at her face, and she just had, like, the biggest frown on her face, and I said, what's wrong? And she was like, I'm just really sad. And I was like, what are you sad about? And she said, I'm sad I can't see Hattie. And that's like her cousin who is also two, who they're literally like a few months apart. They're so close. Like they're joined at the hip, best friends. And she misses her so much. Every night we have to look through pictures and like, it's just so sad. So that's been the hardest part is navigating like her emotions and how can I validate them without like, um not discipline or with while disciplining her because her emotions are causing her to act out so I've come to this point as a parent where I'm like how do I still like respect your emotions and know that like it's valid what you're feeling 
but not let you be a terror in our house. <laughs> um, I was telling my mom yesterday, I feel like after this, people are going to not even recognize her because her attitude has become so poor <laughs> through this entire thing. Um, She'll readjust. I hope so. I'm hopeful that we'll get back to uh, the happy Josie that we all know and love. <laughs> um, but that's really been the biggest adjustment for us. Um, I have Judah. He's cool. I mean, he like doesn't really care what we do. He doesn't have attachment to anybody except for me. So he's just hanging. He doesn't care. <laughs> um, but it is difficult, the new balance of like, we have no routine. So Josie thinks that every day is Zach's day off because normally he's, yeah. you know, out the door before she gets out of bed and he comes home before dinner time. So it's like, she knows that he's working, but when he's here, there's no like visible signal to her that like, oh, now dad goes to work and I don't bother him and we just do our normal day-to-day -day stuff. Um, so that's been difficult. I'm sure a lot of other moms can relate to the lack of routine during this time. Um, so it's just been step-by-step step trying to like build a new routine that we can stick to that's like you know not gonna drain the crap out of us like I mean I know I'm not a homeschool mom or like <laughs> I can barely keep my kitchen clean like I'm not trying to <laughs> teach my kids <laughs> right now <laughs> so it's just like you said day by day we're just adjusting and taking it step by step so we're gonna get there and yeah I'm out strong <laughs> because of it. Yeah, that's right. What about you, Audrey? What about your situation? Huh? Oh, my situation. Oh, uh, so yeah. I'm having my husband home all day. Yeah, because he's not typically home, right? No, no. He's but not always typically home, which is your no. son. And my son, you know, he being 19, yeah, he was going to college, working, and just hanging out with his friends all the time. He was barely ever home. Um, so now all of a sudden, both of them are here <laughs> all the time. <laughs> We're surrounded by testosterone now. But I, <laughs> I gotta say though, you know, at first when I found out that, you know, Aaron was like, I think I'm gonna have to be working at home. And for a minute I was like, oh, you know, like, Cause I have my thing that I do, you know, and I, I like it quiet and, you know, I just have my structured day and I thought, Oh no, this is going to be bad. But honestly, like it's been really good. Um, I, I almost feel bad for saying that because I know it's been hard for some people, but I don't, I, I give it all to God, honestly, mm -hmm. you know, just there's been a calmness in the house. Um, I just, I personally love having them here. Like I said, I thought it was going to be really strange and difficult to be able to concentrate on what I do, but mm -hmm. it hasn't been like that at all. I just love having, I, I nev never saw my son ever and he's been home and I just have been missing that. The, the thing that's been a little bit difficult for me is 
I am a checklist person and I try to embrace every moment that I have. Like, okay, how can I make this better? Like, how can I be productive? And I am really bad at that sometimes and just trying to not be that way with the people who are around me, you know, and just letting it be what it is and and not, you know, trying to control, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a little bit of, you know, I, it comes to my mind, but then I'm like, no, you know, it's, it's good. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to control everything. Everything's been pretty good so far. So that's good. I'm glad it worked out kind of like the opposite of what you were thinking. That's awesome. When that kind of shows up like that, when you're like dreading something and you're like, Oh no, this is going to be bad. And then he literally just uses it for good and in like a very new way. That's awesome. Yeah, that's actually, um, like, how my dad has been, too. Like, we're all home. Usually we go out when he's home and stay home while he's at work. And, like, having everyone home together is nice because, like, that's your people, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. those are the people you have chosen to spend your life with and you don't really see them that much. So, yeah, it's nice. That's awesome. Well, (laughs) for me... I don't have my loved ones around. <laughs> so um, kind of like I said before, it has been difficult. Um, like initially, it was just very, so I've lived alone for like the last two years. So I, I was just kind of like, well, it's fine. Like I, I live alone, like I'm used to it now. It's cool. Like, but the thing for me is, is that I am an, not just, extrovert but I'm a super busy extrovert and my calendar is full all the time all the time I'm doing things where I'm around people I come home and I enjoy my alone time but that is only because I've spent my whole week (laughs) like every day interacting with people and so I, I thought well it won't be a big deal I live alone anyways but I've never had the option taken away to socially interact with people, like physically um, interact, not just over a computer screen, which is very, very different for me. Like I'm a, I'm a huge hugger. Like I, I need to like hug my friends and my family. Like I need to like look you in the eye and have a conversation with you. And like, like I just get life from stuff like that. Me personally, like it just, it literally not just gives me joy, but like, I just think it's part of my purpose in life is to interact with people. And so not being able to do that was not only sad, but it was kind of like, well, then what, what the heck do I do? Like, this is my thing. Like I, this is what I do. Like, um, it's just, it is so weird. Um, I'm fine now. Like, I feel like I've finally gotten to the point where I've just surrendered to this new, hopefully temporary (laughs) normal. Um, But it is our normal for right now. For this moment, it's got to be our normal. I can't look at it any other way than normal. I had to stop looking at it as like, okay, we're going to get to the end of this. Like, it's going to end. It's going to end. Like, we just got to get through this 
No, you just got to look at it as this is what's happening right now. You don't know when it's going to end, but just try to embrace being, you know, content where I'm at right now. And so once I figured that out, I was like, okay, you know, stuff is a lot better. I feel um, just mentally better and, like I said, more content um, because there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm just embracing this time alone to spend more of that with God um, and just to dig in his word more and um, just really self-reflect, do a lot of self-reflection. And, you know, because he obviously wanted me to spend this time with me. <laughs> so I need to work on me in this time. And if I can't talk to no one else, then I'm going to talk to myself and, God, <laughs> and kind of figure out um, where he's working on me and what, um, what I need to do. And also to teach me that it is okay to be alone with just you and God. When I, when I didn't realize before that, like, I, I was dropping the ball in that area. And so, um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was really hard. Um, but I feel like I'm doing a lot better. Like I said, I still have my days where I'm just like, this sucks. And I just miss people. And I just want to see my friends. I just want to see my friends, my family. Um, but I can't right now and it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's a day by day thing. Yeah. One, try not to look ahead to the future. Like I just, day by day, like, okay, today is what we're gonna do for today. And also like for me, um, now that I have all this free time, filling my time, like you guys kind of mentioned before, is super important. Um, so I don't have like schedules or lists because I'm just like not that person. I'm usually just like Google Calendar, but I don't have a real need for Google Calendar right now. So I just try to like make sure that like I get my meal prep in, I get an at-home workout in. Um, this has, time has been a blessing. Like I've lost 22 pounds. Like I've been really focusing on my health and like my body and my soul with like good things. Um, and yeah, so it's all good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, one of the things like that you mentioned about like control um, and like, like kind of losing control during this time, I feel like, um, the biggest thing that God has been teaching me through the past few weeks is that I'm no more in control or no less in control than I was before. I'm just more aware of my lack of control that I've always had. Mm. Um, we went That's through like this small group of discipleship experience back in the fall and um there's a week uh, all on strongholds um and my like biggest stronghold was the stronghold of control like I always just feel the need to control and I think it's ever been ever since I had kids because I like want to like, make sure everything goes great for them and I don't want them to ever experience anything bad and like I just want to keep them safe and in this process, I've learned so much about, like, God isn't changing, like, my relationship with him doesn't have to change, 
His word doesn't mm-hmm. change. Nothing is different than it was before. I'm just more aware of like the, um, I don't know, the lack of longevity of things of this world. Like I just know that they go away fast. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And that's a great point. Um, okay, guys, let's talk about, uh, so we talked about mental health. We talked about where we all kind of are just in our day-to-day lives. Um, let's talk about spiritual health and, and just have we been growing? Have we not been growing? Um, what have we, um, what, what have you guys' experiences been spiritually during all of this and how has that kind of helped you um navigate it um are there any verses that stick out um how have you guys been doing spiritually anyone can start <laughs> we're so bad at that part because well, i don't want to start calling on people like i'm a teacher that's the big thing okay I audrey <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the only Audrey. <laughs> so spiritually, um, it's been good. Um, again, dealing with anxiety. Anxiety was a big part of my life for a long time, and you know, sometimes you think you have a hold on things, and um, when these new situations come you've never experienced before oh guess what you know like you gotta face this you know your view of this now and you know so then anxiety kind of came up and some of the thoughts that I was having because I was dealing with something that I've never faced before and just you know looking at okay god like what what are you trying to show me in this and just I'm so grateful that that God is just so graceful with us. You know, when we have these moments and he'll show us, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this, you know, like you're, you know, you need to focus on this. You need to remember this. And um, so I've been growing in that when, you know, you think like, oh, I'm good. You know, I've dealt with anxiety before. I'm good. But um, actually, Libby said something the other day where she says that peace isn't a one and done thing. And I mm-hmm. really like that. It's a really easy thing to remember, but it's true. You know, yeah. it's a daily thing. And right now it's a daily battle and mm-hmm. we can't mess around and we have to be on top of everything. We can't just think, oh, I have peace and I, I had it yesterday, so I'll be good today. You know, yeah. no, like you have to, to mm-hmm. this is, it's serious, you know? Mm-hmm. So, spiritually. We lost you, Amelia. You see us, but we can't see you. <laughs> I think she's turning off her camera. <laughs> okay. Um, are we, are we, okay, there she is. I'm sorry. <laughs> the dogs just keep barking. I'm sorry. um is it my turn is that what was happening um were you were you done audrey i think so um but yeah no i'll just spiritually yeah i've been good i've been 
again, like I, I know I have to be on top of my studying, my reading, um, my prayer. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I've been doing the daily prayer thing with uh, Transformation Church every day, which I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that they're doing that. It's, yeah. it's been amazing. They do it at the same time every day. So, yeah. you know, I like, okay, I'm doing this at this time, you know, and doing it with all those people at the same time has been a good thing, you know, just to know that, you know, doing prayer like that with people, it's just uplifting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just making sure I'm on top of mm-hmm. everything I do because I can feel it when I don't. I can feel yeah. it. And, yeah, now it's even more evident. It is not a one and done thing. We do it. It's a daily. Mm-hmm. Eat our daily bread. We need mm-hmm. to be fed, or we're going to be a mess. Okay, now you can go, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just don't um, disappear on us. I'm so sorry. Seriously, my dad got home too, so then the dogs freaked out. <laughs> anyway, it's just a mess over here. It's real um, life. It's fine. <laughs> so for us, we have like worship music playing in the living room, like pretty much all day. Like that's just something we're doing. And then we watch like two services on Sunday, and we also do the transformation prayer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like we're being very filled, like just constant fill of the Lord in our home. And it's really nice. Um, and I'm currently in Daniel. So that's, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I haven't, I think I've just been so focused on my schoolwork cause I'm nearing like finals. I'm working on my finals now. And so I haven't, which is so bad, but I have not been focused on, God, really. I've just been focused on school for the most part, but I am getting that fill still. Um, I'm just, like, not focused, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, sorry, I'm pulling stuff up in my Bible. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Text. <laughs> um, so, like I said, at the beginning of all this, like, I was just, like, going crazy. And I think you said it earlier, Audrey, you're just like, where is this coming from? Like, what is happening? Because I thought, you know, things are good in my relationship with God and like things are going good, you know, just in general. Um, And then you're like, okay, what the heck happened? (laughs) Like, why am I being like this? And I just, like you said, Emerald Diddle have been doing a lot of self-reflecting um just on my relationship with God and like um how serious I take it um and like why I believe what I believe like just kind of having to like put all of my fears like right next to the Bible and being like okay like where does this have room to like fit into what Mm -hmm. God is telling me because I have to pick one or the other so it's like which am I gonna believe um So I've just been doing a lot of studying because I am like really just going like through all my beliefs basically and being like, I've done this before, but being like, okay, why do I believe this? Like, it's very important that I'm like refreshing my mind 
and my spirit Mm -hmm. as like, okay, this is why you believe this is true. This is why you've been doing this for so long. And, um, right now I am in a like six week, like deep study of the book of James and James has like the, the like typical, um, trial verse and then it's a uh, James 1 2 it says consider it great joy my brothers and sisters whenever you experience various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing and then it goes on to say now if any of you lacks wisdom he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly and it will be given to him um And so I've just been kind of living by that. I've been trying to like, you know, access this joy and this peace that God is offering us. Like, I mean, he already won it by dying on the cross and raising to life. And so he's like just giving it to us. So I'm just asking for that, receiving it humbly. Um, And yeah, spiritually, like the past few weeks, things have been great. I I've really enjoyed the time, um, and I I was in desperate need of it because um, I unknowingly had just been lukewarm, you know. Yeah. It with like without even knowing it. I mean, my husband's a pastor. Like I read my Bible and pray every day, and like wouldn't have thought twice about it if I hadn't had to come face to face with like my fears and my doubts about stuff. Um, And I think that's really important for everybody to do like regularly is recognize like where you're truly at. I feel like with all the distractions that we normally have and one day, like we're going to get back to some sense of normalcy again. I mean, it's not going to be like it was before, but I mean, God willing, we're going to get back there and there's going to be more distractions and more coping mechanisms and vices and, Um, so this has just been a really good opportunity for me to like, get back on, like, it's like your foundation, right? So my foundation is strong, thankfully, but now I'm like rebuilding the house that's on top of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like the foundation didn't break, there's no damage to that, but I have to rebuild what my day-to-day life with Christ has been looking like. So Mm -hmm. I love that analogy yeah um you know but you're right like I feel like this time is is making us like self-reflect on on what we believe mm-hmm. why do we believe this you know mm-hmm. and you know God allowing like this like these thoughts you know like okay like what do you think like what do you feel mm-hmm. you know you know, it always reminds me of the story of Peter walking on the water. You know, you have like, are you going to take another step in faith? You know, like, are you going to like look at the wind instead? You know, like, what, yeah. you know, are you going to stay focused on, on Jesus or, you know, just facing those things and taking that another step mm-hmm. in, in your faith? Because our faith is active, right? You know, faith right. is active. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm appreciative of that stuff too. Like you said, Leah, you know, just self-reflecting on all 
these things that are coming to our minds in this time. Yeah, I think it's super important too, because like, I did have to, like the reality of the end of the world is real. Like I don't think that the world is ending right now. Um, but like I, uh, I, the Western church doesn't talk about it. I've literally, yeah. like you maybe hear about it once a year if you go to a regular like Sunday church service. But I was like doing some research and there's, I think it's like, um, in 150 places in the Bible, they talk about the end of the world and only in 80 something, they talk about like Jesus's time in like his life, like, or time, the time to be alive basically. And it's like, or that's Jesus talking about the end of the world. I'm sorry. Um, it's like, we, don't talk about it enough for how much it's talked about in the Bible. And even mm -hmm. if we aren't the generation that sees like the actual coming of Christ, like our world is going to end one day, our life is yeah. a vapor. And like, it's important to guard yourself with the truth of scripture and to know what the Bible says and to know like ultimately where you're going when you die. Like, this whole virus just really if anything can show the fragility of life like we don't know what's going to happen and again like i want to go back to what i said earlier is like we aren't in any less control than we were before like none of that has yeah. changed this isn't like a scare tactic like weird like oh well now you know like what what could happen to you like you better be safe you better wear your mask outside yeah. Like, it's not a, a thing to, like, induce anxiety, but to, like, recognize and reflect on, like, what God's word says and how we're going to choose, or what we're going to choose to do with that information. The information mm -hmm. is the same stuff that I've read hundreds of times before. Like, mm -hmm. I've read in the Bible where it says, like, the Lord's coming is near, I've read it before, but now faced with all of this, it feels a lot more near than it did before. It makes it real. Yes. And it yeah. is always going to be real. Even when we go back to normal, like it's still going to be yep. real and we need to be prepared. And like yeah. I said, not just for like this big, like dramatic ending, but for our lives, for our loved ones' lives. Yeah. Like, we need to mm -hmm. not be... Um, indulging in watered down scripture and like yeah we need to know the truth yeah and that's been um a big prayer of mine is that you know this is great i i love how this um pandemic has been bringing a lot of people to christ and you know it's you know some people a lot of people are turning into believers and wanting the knowledge and wanting to be closer to God right now but one of my biggest prayers is when we go back to normal mm -hmm. we still need to have the mindset right now that like this is nothing to play around with this is real death is real the end of the earth is real and we have to be prepared whether we're having whether we're in the middle of a pandemic or we're just on a beautiful summer day and not thinking about a care in the world 
we get stagnant, we forget how serious it is and how much we need to have that relationship with Christ and how much we need, he needs to be the head of our lives um, and put our hope in anything else. And that was one thing for me, kind of like what you said, Leah, how you were um, being like stagnant and didn't even realize it. Like what I was like, I read my Bible all the time, you know, I'm always listening to worship music. I'm always telling other people about Jesus. I'm, you know, you know, I, I'm doing ministry all the time. However, this really created an opportunity to just spend such a personal one-on-one time with God and to really not just read his word, but like to really, really retain it and study it and um, let it like feed my soul because when that panic and that fear does set in and that um, those thought of just, thoughts of just the unknown, um, it's like you said, like, okay, well, wait a minute. What am I doing? Why do I believe what I believe? Like if the word says what I know it to say, then why am I having these feelings right now? Like you can't have one and the other at the same time. They contradict each other. You can't have fear and faith or panic and, you know, you know, believe in the word of God. So we are human. So you have these emotions from time to time, but you have to have the mindset of, okay, I'm going to immediately get my word and combat it with the word of God. Um, Cause that is truth. And that is what we should be feeding ourselves with. Um, I don't know. I just think that um, selfish prayers are a big thing right now. Like for me, I've been like telling myself and other people, it is okay to have selfish prayers because we're all dealing with different things mentally. And so when I feel like a little bit off kilter, I immediately get on my knees and I pray for peace for not just for the world, but for myself. And a, a lot, a lot of us, I know me, Sometimes I would feel guilty praying for myself and not just always other people. I'm always praying for other people. I'm praying for the world. However, sometimes you got to take care of you. And, and part of that personal relationship with Christ is literally asking for the things that you need. And, and I've needed peace a lot in this season. And I have to be okay with asking for it. You know, like if you, you know, if you need peace, if you need joy, like some people think stuff like joy, I'm just, I'm just not happy, you know, it's okay to ask for joy. That's not a silly prayer. Like little little selfish prayers are, are completely okay with God. Like he's our father, he's our friend, and he wants to hear from us and what we need on a very personal level. So it's okay to ask for those things because the thing is, is when you do, he gives it to you. Like, like sometimes instantly it's crazy. It's crazy how like I'll wake up feeling one way and you know, you feel like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to ask God for that or something, something silly. Like I don't want to ask him to take that away. And then finally, when I can't take it no more, I get down on my knees and ask him for it. And I feel so much better. It's like, why not just ask him to begin with? Um, so just, that um asking god for like what you need and just really just spending so much personal time with him because 
you can't help but have peace in that when you are spending time in the presence of God. And um, yeah, I definitely was not doing enough of that before. And um, I pray even for myself that I don't come out of this and forget like everything I learned and everything that like I know I needed to change for the better um, and just go back to normal or whatever. I hope that I just continue to grow and continue to spend more very, very intentional time um, with him. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at spiritually. That's really good. Um, all right, ladies. <laughs> I think we covered it all. Did anyone else have anything to add? Um, oh, um, I heard a really good quote, and I'm not going to remember, like, the actual quote, but I thought it was really good for, like, this time period, um, especially since a lot of us have some extra time on our plates. Yeah. Um, it was something along the lines of like being able to minister to other people is primarily based on the ability to minister to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like right now is such a good time to like, we can't be around people, like still be serving people and praying for people and like reaching out, meeting, uh, meeting people's needs. Um, but like minister to yourself to like know how, um how to speak the gospel to yourself because like the gospel yeah. is for us um not just for other people I think that's part of like what I got stuck on was like I was believing the gospel for other people and like wanting to bring it to other people but I wasn't believing it for myself yeah. um and that's something that I found to be like really fruitful in this season is just figuring out like how to how to yeah. learn for myself and teach to myself yeah that's good that's super good all right ladies this was so awesome <laughs> it was nice just to talk and i know i'm like even if nobody watches this on facebook i know i don't even care this was awesome <laughs> like seriously um i think it's really helpful seeing where other people are at and how like, nope, it's not just you. Like, you you don't just feel this way. And um, some of those little quirks that we're experiencing, like, we're not crazy, you know? Like, this is our reality right now, but um, we just got to keep, keep our faith um, and stay really close to Christ right now. And ultimately, I think that's what we all can agree on um, that's going to, like, get us through this. And we will get through it. And um, so that's that's something we can hold on to. So um, anyone who happens to watch this, <laughs> thanks for watching. Um, are they going to be able to comment or? Yeah, so it'll be, a, it'll be how Facebook Live works. Okay, perfect. As a premiere, so, so people will be able to comment through. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, since this is our new normal right now, um, you guys can go ahead and leave your comments or questions um, or whatever you got for us. And um, in more topic discussions, we will probably do these a couple more times. Um, so yeah. Um, so thanks for joining me ladies and talking about this stuff. Um, and thanks to anyone who is watching. We are praying for you guys and we are in this together and we are gonna get through it.
We love you guys. Bye. <laughs>